Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 92. How are they doing? It's complicated. It's that time of year again, June in Maine, and in my neck of the woods there have been horseshoe crabs around. In episode 91 we covered some of their basics, and today we'll delve into some of the broader attributes of this otherworldly creature. When I lead nature walks focused on horseshoe crabs, people always want to know about threats to these animals. Are they doing okay? And the answer is, it depends on how you define okay, how closely you look, and what the external threats might be. Wild animals face all kinds of stressors in this modern human-dominated ecosphere, habitat loss being a big one. Marine animals face the impact of climate change on their environment, warmer water, changes to nutrient cycling and food webs, disrupted currents and subsequent low oxygen. The list goes on. Wild animals that are harvested commercially face these challenges coupled with the relentless pressure of human collection, and horseshoe crabs have to deal with all three of these issues. So, how are they doing? Pretty well, considering. It's common to hear horseshoe crabs referred to as living fossils, by which people mean they have been around for a long time. Long enough as a family of organisms that they have survived the big five normally recognized mass extinction events in Earth history. So they have what it takes to make it through climate disruption. But commercial harvest is a different story. So what does one do with a harvested horseshoe crab? Currently, they're harvested to be used as fishing bait in the conch and eel fisheries, both a much bigger deal much further south than Maine. And this fishery is managed by the federal government via the Atlantic State's Marine Fisheries Commission. As an aside, bait fisheries are something that most people don't think a lot about. Many of our favorite seafoods are predators or scavengers, so to catch them, you need bait, which ironically, you also have to go out and catch, which means the bait species also need attention from fisheries managers. Manage a fishery, but not its bait, and you can easily get into trouble. Steep declines in herring stocks have had a major ripple effect on the lobster fishery and subsequent impacts on other schooling fish species as the industry looked around for another source of bait, but I digress. Historically, these animals were harvested as livestock feed and fertilizer. The Indo-Pacific populations are also sometimes used as food for humans. The downside of commercial harvest is that it can potentially exert negative pressure on the population. Of course. The upside is that fisheries managers actually pay attention to population levels. Commercially important species are actively monitored, so we know how they're doing, at least by some metrics. Fisheries managers have monitored Atlantic horseshoe crabs in the center of their geographic range well enough to say that the species appears to be neutral to good in the mid-Atlantic and southeast, and possibly declining in the northeast. In Maine, there is no commercial harvest of horseshoe crabs, but that also means there's really no active monitoring at the state or federal level. In the early 2000s, the Maine Department of Marine Resources monitored 14 spawning sites along the coast to track populations, often partnering with local volunteers and nonprofits. Over time, that number has declined due to budget constraints to the point where the state doesn't monitor any spawning sites, being focused as it is on commercially important species. There may still be some citizen groups monitoring at sites along the coast, and of course, the year-to-year observations of people living and working on these shores and estuaries can provide a rich anecdotal picture of what's happening on the ground in specific locations. But here in Maine, at least, we don't have a big picture view of population trends for this species. So when people ask me how the crabs are doing and I don't have a great answer, that is why. Here in Maine, we just don't have a lot of current data. 
We'll talk about the other commercial uses for horseshoe crabs, as well as their ecological roles, on future episodes. This has been episode 92 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on traditional Wabanaki land. Did you know that you can find the show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Sid Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.